the NEPA Scene Podcast. We're coming to you live from Cole Creative in downtown Wilkes-Barre. Uh, I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I'm John Popko. Uh, I work in radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Brittany Boot, and I am a photographer. I own a place, a studio called Boot Photography Studio. So uh, this is our introductory uh, premiere live, a bunch of other adjectives episode uh, that we're doing. Uh, to kind of introduce you to the show, uh, we obviously don't have any guests or anything this week. You're just going to kind of get to know us a little bit. We're going to kind of interview each other, uh, talk about the local scene a little bit, uh, why we're doing this show, uh, which is, is, is something that I don't think anybody else is doing in the area. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, before we get to that, I just want to thank uh, Marky Denenbaum uh, at 258 Studios in Scranton. Uh, we did, uh, I believe, 62 episodes of the original NEPA scene podcast there, which was mostly audio. We did have a little video sometimes, but it was mostly an audio show on iTunes, SoundCloud, and things like that, which uh, this will also be available on that uh, uh, tomorrow. But uh, we, we did a, a really fun show, and it was a good time. But, uh, you know, Mark has a very successful business and just got too busy to uh, really continue doing it. So, uh, you know, as bummed as I was, I kind of got busy with other things, too, you know, the business end of the website and things like that. So, unfortunately, uh, you know, we couldn't really continue the way that we were doing it. And uh, our other co-host, Lauren, had moved to New York, so, uh, you know, we were kind of out of co-host and stuff as well. So, uh, you know, when I saw what Gerard was doing here, uh, Gerard runs uh, Cole Creative, which is in downtown Wilkes-Barre. Really cool internet marketing uh, place. Uh, highly recommend them, and I'm not just saying that because I'm sitting here and they're doing this for us. Uh, they do some really, really cool, uh, interesting stuff in the area, and we're going to work with them a lot in the future. Uh, you've seen some of their, their stuff on our site before. We feature them a few times, and so it just kind of uh, worked out that uh, they started doing the live stream Facebook stuff. That's something I wanted to get into because I think we could reach a new audience with that. I think there's a lot of people in Northeast PA who still don't know what a podcast is <laughs> at this point. <laughs> so it might be easier to kind of ease them into it if uh, we have like a live video thing that they could just click on and watch and that kind of thing. So I think that would, you know, get new people to come in. So I'm, I'm hoping that's why uh, you've tuned in and you'll, you'll give the, the show a chance uh, going forward. We're going to do this every Wednesday at uh, 7 o'clock. So, um, so I want to thank uh, Gerard and, and Holly uh, who uh, work here. At, uh, at Cole Creative uh, before we get started. So uh, now uh, I, I want to ask you, uh, Brittany, uh, a little bit about yourself. Uh, you know, uh, tell us who you are and what you do, and uh, how, how did you get into photography? Well, um, I grew up here in South Wilkes-Barre. Um, I've lived here most of my life. Uh, in my teenage years, I started working in Manhattan as an actress and model, so I did a lot of on-camera work, and I've always been kind of exposed to that world. Um, my contract expired when I was 18, and I didn't resign. I wanted to go to school and kind of like figure myself out and see what I wanted to do. Uh, I started taking photos of friends, musicians, uh, skateboarding, stuff like that, and uh, the more receptive people were to my work, the more motivated I became taking pictures, uh, the more encouraged I became. So it just kind of all started coming together, and I started taking pictures, and the more I did it, the, the, the more work I got, and uh, the more confident I got, and 
now I have a studio, and it's really exciting. So. Yeah, you just opened that recently, right? Yeah, um, it hasn't even been a month. Well, where is it? Uh, it's in Forty Fort. Uh, if you're familiar with Canteen 900 yes. uh, or the Salon Sakari, it's in the building uh, right there off the Cross Valley. It's called uh, the 900 Redder Ave is the address. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Now, what, what kind of uh, photography do you do there? Do you specialize in anything specifically in portraits or anything? I like to do portraits. Um, I do a little bit of everything. Uh, I really, uh, I find myself gravitating to taking more photos of people. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's in the studio uh, or at events, you know, kind of candidates, thing, things like that. Um, I do weddings, um, uh, children. I had a, a little girl in my studio today who was adorable. It was actually uh, Jeremy from Young Virgo, his little girl. So uh, I like to do family stuff, um, a little bit of everything. Uh, but I do find myself gravitating towards portraits and, and, and pictures of people and kind of finding ways to capture people uh, in ways that, that make them feel good, you know, feel good about themselves and feel like themselves. Now, so. you, you, do, uh, you do concert photography as well. You've mm -hmm. done some of that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, you've, we've had some of your, your photos on the site and everything. Uh, and, and you've organized shows and stuff. You've done a, a lot of, you know, concerts and things like that in the area. Yeah. Uh, what, what kind of, what kind of uh, shows have you done and what, what made you want to get involved with that? Um, well, I was always a very social person and uh, very outgoing, and I would find myself at different events and at different shows, and uh, I just kind of found myself in, in positions where the opportunity would, would arise that I would be able to book a band or uh, be able to throw an event or throw a party or host a benefit or do things like that, and um, they were successful, so I just kind of kept doing it. <laughs> mm. um, so I don't do it as often um, as I would like to. But um, I definitely do it as much as I can, and every time that I have an opportunity to uh, put something together, uh, I try to make it happen. Um, I have a charity uh, event that I host every year, too, uh, and that's uh, always kind of had a music Shots for Tots. Shots for Tots, right. yep. It's a good time. <laughs> Which is great. I mean, it, I, I think it's a, it's a little weird, you know, uh, hanging, hanging babies upside down and yeah. making them drink. I think that's, like... that's really, you know... <laughs> It's not for everybody, but, you know, it's a unique idea yeah. for a charity event, I think. People are like, no, what exactly uh, <laughs> do, you, do you do with your foundation? Um, well, you know, uh, I was 21 when I started that. And uh, I was like, what is a better way to kind of get my peers to come out, you know? I was yeah. like, oh, booze, that'll work. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, I wanted to, you know, kind of do something have some initiative to, to affect the world around you in some kind of positive way, you know, whether how small or how, how big. And I mean, it's certainly grown, but uh, that was the initiative at the time. And uh, I, love, I love doing it. <laughs> so Now, uh, what, what, have, what have you learned about uh, the local scene uh, in doing this over the last few years and, you know, working with artists and going to shows and hosting shows and doing all that kind of stuff? Um, well... I feel like I've been very fortunate uh, in the aspect of having the opportunities to do those things and, and the idea of just meeting new people and like learning about all the, the, the different kind of people that live in this area and getting to know new friends. And what I think was so cool and so inspiring about going to shows or being, you know, hosting shows or promoting shows or trying to make things happen or having any kind of small role or large role and trying to make things happen, um, the camaraderie between people. Hmm. in this area I think is like really cool and uh, it's it's unlike any anything I've really seen in other places I mean not that they don't happen in other places but I really notice it here you sure. know more so than other places just because I'm here obviously but that kind of like sense of um, 
just inspiration that people kind of give each other around here and, and, and support, you know, like different bands, especially if they're in similar genres, like they're very, they're just in each other's corner. And I think that's like really cool. Yeah, that's it's so important. I, I think uh, there there's plenty for just as many people who are like that. There's so many more that are competitive and want to put the other guy down and anything like that. And those people really don't get anywhere. They don't get anywhere around here. And like they, they kind of get weeded out. It's like, well, you know, that guy kind of, you know, he said some like shitty thing online or whatever. And like, you know, like so that 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 kind of attitude doesn't really fly here in a, in a way that I, that I see, you know, mm -hmm. so it's kind of cool that. It's just that's the consensus. Like people are like supportive to each other and people are helpful to each other and it just it makes things so much easier to like get things to happen and like get people to come together and get people to come to each other's shows. Right. You know, like musicians supporting other musicians, artists artists supporting other artists. Um, even with photography, you know, like helping others and like answering questions like oh I like I have this weird thing about editing and like how'd you do that and like I, I know a lot of photographers around here that are just helpful you know just as there are that they're just like yeah you know I'm not really I'm just here to do my thing you know right. it's anything like there's there's all this with art comes uh, different territorial styles and you you know it's doing things in your own language and uh, there's that aspect to it but it's also you know helping people and being supportive to their work Mm -hmm. As opposed to just being an asshole, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I think that's the the only way that uh, our site, uh, NEPA, scene has survived as long as it has, because uh, there is that camaraderie, and there are those people that are supportive and understand what you're trying to do, and they help you out accordingly and stuff like that. It's yeah. Been, I don't think that if I did this in another city, I don't know if it would work. You know, I don't know if another area would be as accepting or if it would be as easy to do something about it and and to have so much content to write about too I think right. people you know you have that that famous saying and I know Cole Creative has tackled this you know many times too uh, that there's nothing to do here you know in this area and there's 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 nothing going on or you know you hear the scene is dead and things like that and it's like I I have too much to write about right every week. it's just not true too many things to cover you know, there's there things are, to do you just gotta go do them yeah absolutely and you have to I think you have to open up your mind to other things too like right. you know I, I think uh, you know, if if you like music, maybe you should try local theater sometime. You know, yeah. try something completely different and see if you like it. You know, and, and uh, maybe you get a different vibe on that. Uh, so, uh, Johnny, I want to talk to you next. Um, so you and I met at a local publication <laughs> when we were both in newspapers. We'll need a beer for this, I think. Yes, I don't yes. think I brought a. Uh... Oh, that's uh, uh, I, a I bottle have, opener, though. I have an opener. Oh, fantastic! I have one right on my, uh, my keychain. I'm such a lush that I actually bought a, uh, a house key that has a bottle opener built into the in it. Oh, nice. Okay. And it's in my jacket, so oh. you know, well, well, of whatever. Um, but yeah, you classed it up with the suit, though. Y you know, I'm a uh, <laughs> I'm a working man. You know, Rich. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. You, you just came from work. This is yeah. not your normal yeah. attire. No, I, I understand. I prefer I it jeans. Sharp. I think you look sharp. Jeans and a, a t-shirt. It, it looks looks good. Is that is that a loyalty haircut there? Uh, yes. Uh, it's, this is this this is not sponsored by loyalty. <laughs> Yes. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Guys, if you're listening. But uh, yes, it is a loyalty haircut. I go to uh, James and. Uh, Anthony and those guys down there, and Zach, they have a really good business going there. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, but, we, we had them on, on the old show. And that, was, uh, that was one of your best episodes. I, I think so, too. I think so, too. It was one of our most popular episodes yeah. uh, out of yeah. uh, all the ones that we did. I think that you guys just got deep. You know, mm -hmm. you guys kind of dug deep into their life and, and 
it was cool. And that's that's what I'm hoping to do uh, with this show is I, I don't want to just uh, have it be the stiff Q&A back and forth uh, boring sort of thing where obviously we're, we're, we're having a couple of beers, you know, we're hanging out. And I, I want it to get conversational. I want people to be more honest than they would be, uh, especially in uh, having written for print publications for a long time. Um, people tend to give the stock answers or the things they think people want to hear as opposed to talking about, you know, uh, what, what they're really thinking about and things like that. So when you get them in a setting like this, uh, after a while they kind of start to forget the cameras and they forget the mics and they actually just start opening up and, you know, talking about who they really are and having a real conversation. That's what I hope to do uh, on this show yeah. moving forward. So you and I, well, you and I met at a publication, and I met you for the first time ever there as well. I don't know yeah. if you remember. I remember. Do you? I was <laughs> like 18. Yeah. So her, her that, that expired, and then we took her over on, on the, the modeling on the I table. remember. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was so this like is, my this first is a little twisted little. Uh, I know it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's funny. <laughs> and this, this is, by the way, uh, uh, to tell you how uh, DIY and uh, which which really boils down to being unprepared, uh, we are. This is the first time all three of us are actually sitting together. <laughs> to do this thing like, like there was no pre-planning there was no like oh let's let's have a you know I sent him a very rough outline today of, of things that we would talk about and that's it like that's essentially cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're just gonna do this we'll see seven, yeah. <laughs> got it <laughs> yeah, we're down at Franklin's like five minutes before this thing like, started for beer, right? <laughs> but no so we met at a publication yes we'll, yes. we'll say it later i'm sure but uh, yeah I'm, I'm sure that 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 stuff will you'll will probably know where, where it was <laughs> <clears throat> so so what what got you in, i i know why i got involved in that kind of stuff but what why did you get involved in that end of it the media in yeah, general, the, media in general the, the, yeah. the scene um well i'd have to well i mean i remember being 18 years old and you know actually i, I picked up said publication and uh, I just wanted to be in the bars to go see shows. Like I just wanted to see these bands play. I, w I didn't want to get drunk. I didn't want to drink beer. I just wanted to see these bands perform because I was a music nut. And um, obviously I couldn't. Um, and uh, I was in college and uh, when I turned 20, well, I was 21 and I was looking for an internship and uh, I'd have to thank my father for kind of getting me into this this business. Um, I was in college, he shot me a, a message saying this paper was looking for interns. And um, I said, all right, well, whatever. So I submitted my, my resume, and uh, before he knew it, I was an intern at the, the paper. Um, was there for that summer. And I said during the internship that I wanted to one day be the general manager of that, that, that business. And um, I was fortunate where I, I finished college. I um, got a, a, a job working for that paper uh, in marketing, um, making shit money. Uh, <laughs> I, I, thankfully, my apartment was dirt cheap, and uh, but I woke up every day thinking I don't, can't believe I get paid shit money to do this. Like this is amazing. Yeah. And uh, a year or two went by, and I, I wanted to make more money. So I got into sales, and then I was uh, the director of advertising, and then I went from there to eventually one day be named the general manager. So uh, it was kind of a quick uh, advancement, so to speak, 
I think I got off the topic there as to why I got into it. But uh, yeah, my dad was the reason why. Hmm. Um, unfortunately, he had passed away before um, I was able to get the job, um, which that killed me back then. I remember walking from one building to the next, and you're familiar with the, the two buildings. Yeah. I had my ID card, and I was walking from there to the, the other building, and um, I was like, man, he would have been so proud of this. And it sucked that I couldn't share that moment of my life with him, but you know, I am the guy that I am today, and I was able to meet people like you, and uh, if it had not been for him, I may have been doing some boring accountant job. So uh, <laughs> after the paper, I went and worked for radio. That's where I am now. I work for uh, Alt 92.1, formerly Fuzz, uh, Rock 107, and uh, ESPN. And uh, so, you, so you get a lot of, why did you change from uh, Fuzz to, <laughs> to Alt 92.1? Because that's yeah. what everybody's been asking. That's, yeah. I mean, it's a simple answer. Um, we wanted to get back to uh, playing... You know, new music and introducing the public to new current stuff. Um, and we felt that Fuzz kind of got away from that. So we felt to get back to that, we had to change the name and kind of start fresh. Okay. We didn't want to keep, you know, bouncing Fuzz back and forth. And I love the name Fuzz, but um, Alt's cool too. It kind of tells you what it is in the name. Sure. Because that was the biggest problem with Fuzz is, well, what is it? No one knew what it was. Right. And... Um, so now it's Alt 92.1. It was fuzzy, so. you could say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. We'll have to work on that. Yeah. We'll have to work yeah. on your, uh, your jokes. Yeah. Yes. That's, uh, I'm not a comedian. Yeah, that, is, that is for sure. Stick to writing. You say fuzzy, I'm like checking my hair. Like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I know about all that. Well, I'm sure he'd be real proud of you. Yeah, I hope so. I'm, yeah, I'm sure he would. Yeah. Not to bring the, the convo down a little bit. <laughs> no, but, uh, no, not I at mean all. that's that's you know you asked me how I started. And that's exactly how it started. So, so uh, you know, uh, when when you say that you work for the media, I think you immediately get some kind of scowl, no matter what you do for the media uh, nowadays. Uh, uh, but but you kind of know how it works behind the scenes in both you know papers and uh, uh, radio. So what is uh, how how has your perspective on media been different over the years than Maybe you think the average person sees media. There's a lot of work <laughs> behind the scenes, man. Like, there's just, it's just, it's not like just stuff appears on the paper or over the air. Or like, there's a lot of production involved with, with both print and radio and even, you know, online. It's, it's like, and people think it just happens. Yeah. I, I, I think people, people do. They really <laughs> think it, it generates itself. Right. <laughs> and everyone's event is, or the best and needs coverage, and yes. you know it's, it's it's tough. Yeah, it's a constant struggle to figure out what you're going to cover and what you can't get to, and things like that. And I think you know we've been fortunate to become as popular as we are and get the uh, big social media following that we have. That's even bigger than some of the uh, established publications around here, which is. Uh, you know, been a blessing and a curse because it's you know it's great that we have this audience that you know uh, checks us out every week and sees what we're up to and 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 you know is involved and, and is interested in what's going on in the local scene. At the same time, I, there's there's this constant demand that we do more and more and more all the time. And uh, you know, and I was going to bring this up later, but I might I might as well you know say it now. Uh, Everything from day one has been independently funded, which means it's out of my own pocket, which means, you know, I'm doing 
the writing, editing, taking photos, uh, you know, covering events, doing all the social media stuff. Uh, you know, I'm the guy that leaves all the sarcastic comments to all the trolls, uh, which is a, an important job in itself. Uh, you know, I'm the guy on Instagram taking pictures at the shows, you know, uh, all that, all that kind of thing. So, and, and we've made it, you know, while there are so many contributors that I, I cannot thank enough over the years who have helped, I mean, we've probably had a, a, a little over maybe 20 people over the years that have contributed on and off, whether it's uh, we have weekly columns on different topics, uh, photographers who go out and cover events, uh, you know, uh, writers who have done reviews and things like that, uh, or, or just covered shows in advance and things. Uh, so many really cool people that have basically volunteered their time. But I think people don't realize reading it that that's exactly what it is, that it's all a passion project, it's all volunteer. It's not like we're all rolling in the money and we have these big bucks. And I think there's uh, that perspective on media that we're we're just these money grubbing shitheads who are just you know <laughs> just just uh, beating the, the 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 local guy down uh, to take his money and and you know pro profit from from his art you know that we're stealing from them and things like that and it's just it's totally not the case like the, literally the reason we're doing it uh, is because I don't think that a lot of the other guys around here and nationally are doing it well enough or, or doing it for the right reasons you know. Uh, I think that maybe do, a lot of them do put advertising first. I think a lot of them do maybe not necessarily care about the work that they're covering. You know, I've I can't tell you how many times that I've written about a show in advance and then gone to the show and they're like, "Whoa, you're here? You you actually came?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah. I mean, you know, that's why I wrote the story. I, I want I like this. I think this is a good thing that you're doing. I want to come and support it." And they're like, "Well, the other guys don't do that." <laughs> Okay, well, I do. You know, that's that's just who I've always been. So, and I, I think, think that's important. I think we've all, like, all three of us have been. I mean, don't take this word the wrong way, but I've always considered her like a lady of the night. <laughs> you know, because no, I mean, I, when I was younger, like, I met you when I was twenty-two. I was like going out. Were, yeah, we were all right. out. Like, yeah, you know, it wasn't like we were you know, all getting nuts. It was just, well, I was, but <laughs> I was too. <laughs> no, but like every show, like if I was there, you were there. Yeah, some other like I didn't miss a beat. Yeah, it was it was it was fun, sure. you know. And and you're, you're still the same way. You're you're out there. You're you're going to shows. You're creating shows, and you're going to the shows, and and or whether it be you know the, the you know, art galleries or or theater. That's it's 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 fun, and it's it's cool to. To support. To the, yeah, exactly. You know, you're being yeah. supportive. Yeah. Right. You know, I was like, you know, going out, going to shows to be supportive, also for the Jameson, but mostly to support, you know, the musicians and the people that were out there, the people that were throwing the events. Right. You know, because they're not going to happen if nobody comes. Right. Exactly. And, you know? and when when we start, you know, like it was it was a huge risk going into doing this thing because uh, the 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 big guys around here don't like any competition. And even just a guy with a blog to them is competition. And uh, I've gotten a few nasty words from some guys on top and some people trying to stomp us out before we got started or ripping us off, uh, taking our ideas and things like that, and, uh, and trying to you know, pretend that they're their, their own. And, and uh, so it's, it's been uh, a struggle from the beginning, but I, f I feel like that's – it's funny because I, I – like, uh, I was the guy who was willing to to sell out to write, you know, like that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to write for a living, 
And there's no money in that. No, there's no, there's absolutely no money in unless you're Stephen King. There's no, you know, or, or Tom Clancy who just pays other people to write under his name. Right. You know, you you you're not you're not making money as a writer. You know, you, even if you're you're writing for a hit TV show or a big movie or things like that, uh, you're not getting a lot of money, and you're certainly not getting a lot of credit uh, for what you're doing. But that's what I wanted to do. I really wanted to write. And so uh, when I when I got into papers, that that was more of just like a temporary thing. Like, oh, you know, I'm I'm going to do this for a while, and then I'll branch off into something else. Like, I really want to write fiction and things. But I liked really write like I liked telling people stories. I liked learning why they did the things that they did, and I liked you know I, I was always a big fan of music. Uh, you know, I always went to a lot of shows uh, growing up, and so. I, and I always like reading about the musicians, why they did, you know, wh wh what does this song mean to them? Or, you know, uh, I, I liked being able to, to get to know them and read more about them. So it was easy to write about those kinds of things. And so I worked my way up from a, a freelancer to a staff writer to an editor, uh, you know, over a period of five years to, to uh, you know, continue doing what I'm doing and get paid at least a decent amount to keep, uh, to keep going and doing it. And uh, I was kind of, uh, there was a big corporate takeover, and I was kind of forced out of my job that I had earned, which just was, which tr crushed me. And, and so within, within about 24 hours, uh, you know, I'd always had this idea to do an EPA scene. I always wanted to, uh, to start my own project and things like that, because I always felt like being in the, 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 the corporate uh, cogs, you start to realize like a lot of this stuff could be done efficiently and better if I didn't have this person breathing down my neck, if I didn't have to write this report or, you know, go to this stupid meeting that means nothing, you know, or listen to somebody who has no idea what they're doing, tell me how to do my job and things like that. If we could just eliminate all that, we could have such a better publication and so it's such a better way to do things. So I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to do this thing. And I'm just going to start doing it. And if people care, great. And if they don't, they don't. You know, then I'll do something else eventually. But, you know, uh, thankfully people did care and they wanted, you know, something. Because you, you hear a lot about, like, uh, you know, the paper that we used to work at was a, an alternative weekly. You hear alternative a lot. But how is it an alternative if the same guys who are putting out the regular paper or, or the other content how is that an alternative? It's the same people. Right. It's the same thing. You know, there's, it's not an alternative perspective. It's not different, you know. So I, I felt it was important to, to cover those things that maybe the other guys didn't care about or, or, you know, try a different perspective. Well, I'm super proud of you, man. Just, you know, it's been a long time you've been doing this for, and uh, you're keeping it going. Thank and, you. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate it. I remember that. calling you, because uh, I had left prior to you leaving. Right, right. <clears throat> Because uh, you were sick of that bullshit, too. Yeah, well, you know what? It turned into, like, corporate America running a publication that was, it was, it was, it was locally produced. Right. And everyone that worked there was just locally involved. They lived here. They worked here. They, they, they die here, you know? Right. And these guys from out of town are, are the ones pulling the strings. There's a disconnect. I noticed that. There's yeah. a huge disconnect, and, and it showed... It, you know, and you you could tell. Right. Well, when when you have you know, uh, every place has their way of doing things, so to speak. Whether it's right or wrong, they have their their way of speaking, their way of of doing things, their way of presenting a community. And when you have somebody from out of the area telling you how to do that, or putting their fingers in it, or you know, saying, well, you need to do more.
more of this or, or that or whatever. That's that's not the way to run a community newspaper. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not what that's for. And that was my biggest problem was, well, A, I probably would have been forced out regardless. Right. And uh, I, I said, well, you know what, I'm not going to spend nine years here for you to get rid of me. Right. I'm, I'm leaving on my own terms. And uh, the reason I wanted to leave outside of that was because, like, well, the first thing they did was they removed our production department, which is fine. you got to do what you got to do. But every week I have advertisers calling me saying, John, what the fuck is my ad wrong? Like, <laughs> this is not what I gave you. It's not what I approved. But I couldn't do quality control because they weren't in the building. And yeah, you're, you're, they're, you're, they're sending it to another place, and I had the same problem. You know, I'd be editing a page, and I would send it to them, and it would come back, and it's like it's all wrong, and it's all terrible, and now my name's on it. Yeah. So now it's coming out every week, and it's like, oh, well, that guy's an idiot. You know, he doesn't know how to edit. And it's like, well, I didn't do that. You know, it was some other guy who is, is nameless, you yep. know, in a cubicle, you know, miles and miles away. Yep. So I, I just – I wasn't going to let them ruin my reputation and the, the brand – Right. so to speak, that I built. Like I, I know these guys that own these restaurants and bars and, and businesses, and I consider the, a lot of them friends, and uh, they weren't going to ruin that for me. And I, thanks, but no thanks. So. Yeah. Well, I'm, so I'll ask you the same thing that I asked Brittany. You know, what, what did you learn about uh, the local scene, uh, the local musicians, local artists in general. What, what did you learn uh, over the years? Yeah, you, you were talking, and like you stole my answer. <laughs> if, if you were to ask me that, um, yeah. This area is <laughs> they they take care of their own. If there's a benefit, if there's an event, like it's for a good cause, like you know the flooding that happened in 2011. Um, People got together, they raised a lot of money, like, you know, Valley with a Heart, all these things. Like, people right. here take care of each other. Um, maybe not every day. Maybe <laughs> not every day. Maybe they're not sure. helping shovel snow off of their neighbor's sidewalk. But uh, yeah. when, it, when, it, when it matters, when it counts, like, yeah. everyone here, like, has each other's backs. And I think that's important. And uh, sure. there's a lot of talented musicians here. Um, going off of what you were saying, uh, you know, I've always been a music guy, but I've branched out to theater, and that's great, too, and a lot of fun, and and uh, a lot of talented people here. I mean, you know, maybe not New really, York City. Really, extremely yeah, talented. But, I mm -hmm. mean, I remember, <laughs> I don't want to name drop, but, like, Aaron Brock, who's now in Breaking Benjamin. Like, yeah. him and I used to listen to, to songs he wrote for Panacea <laughs> behind the Liam's. Yeah. Behind the Liam's. He's like... Dude, you gotta check out this new song we just wrote. Like, and a lot of these guys would kind of like come to me saying, like, "Well, what do you think about this?" And I'm thinking to myself, like, "I'm a nobody, <laughs> yeah, but who like, am I? <laughs> but I, I, I feel like I have some kind of like general like ear for like what's good and what's not, and right. I, I value the fact that they value my opinion and, and my you know my thoughts. So, thank you guys. But uh, but yeah, all the guys from Panacea. I've had. I used to live with bands, guys in bands. Um, Lesson one, and those guys, and it just—I've just been involved with it. You know, it's just been part of who I am, and um, I don't ever want that to go away. So that's yeah. why now I'm in radio. So I get to still have that. I mean, you know, so it's cool. I'm excited to be a part of this, and, and kind of, yeah.
Yeah, it's I, it's it's been uh, you know I I wouldn't have stuck with it as long as I have if I didn't believe in the people in the area and and what we're doing and I I think you know and and there's a weird you know uh, you'd mentioned the the valley with a heart and I think it's it's such an interesting balance in this area there's there's that and there's this overwhelming cynicism uh, about you know about the area and the people that are here and things like that too and we're always constantly uh, uh battling that perception you know i think and i think that might go all the way back to you know the old coal mining days you know which we we still kind of have never really gotten out of you know like we're we're still uh even though the 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 the, the mining industry has moved on and you know there there isn't really as much coal here as there used to be i think there's still that that hold uh, uh blue collar hardworking. Uh, uh, cynicism that goes with that. I mean, they, you know, used to say, you know, um, you know, people think now that uh, the the saying is, you know, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Uh, referring to New York, and and originally it was is that you can make it in Scranton. Uh, the, a lot of the vaudeville performers and things would come through Scranton and work for the kind of the hard scrabble people who literally had a penny or a dime to to see a show and that was all they could afford and they would they would be kind of harsh you know they would really give it to you if you weren't a good performer and if you knew if you could succeed if you could make a a, a good show here then you would definitely succeed in new york you know so people would come through here and i i think there's still uh there's still that mentality today you know people are still kind of uh you know weary and harsh about things if if they're local oh well they're they're not good enough until you know they're they're right. big like i you know for as much as you see the success of uh bands like breaking benjamin uh or uh the menzingers and things like that that have uh come out of here and gone on to national success uh the fact that they had to leave to get that national success and then come back as heroes i think is interesting like mm -hmm. I, and you know i i'm sure you guys have seen this and i i've seen it too i remember the days when breaking benjamin uh couldn't fill a local bar yeah. you know there was you know they play those shows and there was you know 10 15 people there and then was it the voodoo lounge <laughs> the voodoo lounge back in the day you know uh, and and watching them grow bigger and bigger, and now they come back and you know they fill the the pavilion at Montage Mountain or they fill the arena uh, up in Wilkes-Barre, and it's like wait a minute. If you think about that, think of how many cities that are smaller cities. Not to cut you off, but how many smaller so like well you have your New York, LA, uh, and, and places like that. But like small cities like ours, it's not as common to have more than one successful. Right. Band, you know, yeah. we have quite a few. Yeah, unless you're talking about like New York or Seattle or right. like the like, major, major right. cities. Like a city that of our of our size, like the, our population um, and and our, you know, culture that, that's here. You don't see that. Right. We have, there's, I mean, a number of bands, even going back to like Bedford and like that kind yeah. of like level and, yeah. and Albatross and like, sure. yeah. you know, every kind of tier of success outside this area. We have so many. There are so many. Like yeah. I feel like that I don't know I don't know how common that is in other places. Title fight, Tiger's Jaw, Motionless right. and White, Motionless and right. White. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's so many, and just recently, just within the last you know 10, 10 20 years. And they're good. Yeah, they're they're legitimately very good. Yeah. You know, and they deserve it. You know, mm -hmm. they're all hardworking, good people, and you know, they're all people that I could say you know personally that I've talked to, have interviewed, have gone to their shows that they're they're genuinely cool people that they deserve the success you know they're not 
you know, people who, who don't, you know, who got there by, you know, stepping on the other guy, you know. And going back to kind of like creating events or having things happen, um, those bands, when they were kids, which many of them still are, but, uh, you know, they, there, someone provided an atmosphere for them to express themselves in. Sure. To go do their thing, like go put on a show, you know, uh, whatever, not just music, but like someone was responsible for putting that atmosphere together for a group of individuals to come out and like do what they want to do and kill it, you right. know? So without that and without putting on shows and without putting on events and without being supportive to other people and other musicians, you're not going to have that. You're not going to have people kind of feeling confident or encouraged, you know, to to go and to, to make it really, you sure. know, essentially like without that, it's just that's the whole importance of like what we're doing and what everyone's doing in this area, just trying to like make that a reality, create that atmosphere, you know, for people right. to be themselves in, really, to be comfortable with themselves. And, you know, that gives people the confidence to progress in, in, the, in life, really, and creatively. And that's, you know, I think it's important for us to, to cover, you know, those small artists in the same way that we would cover the major artists coming through. You know, I, we've, we've spent, you know, two years not really focusing that much on a lot of the national acts that have come through, but more of the local stuff. Because I think that they're the people that need it the most, mm -hmm. you know, because those, uh, you know, a lot of these people are so talented and they could be huge if they have the right opportunities and the, the, the right way of going about things. A lot of times it has nothing to do with talent, whether they're, they're good or not. They're, a lot of them are legitimately good. It's a matter of do they, are the opportunities going to fall in place? You know, do they not have, you know, a family that they got to take care of here and they can't go on tour, you know, like that kind of thing uh but so many of them i think just need that extra push from people and i think people are you know they're in the in the like in the case of of breaking ben like i was saying before uh you have people now filling the arena for them filling the pavilion for them and that's great and that's that's great but where were you guys 10 years ago right. when they were playing the bar and they needed that support more now than they ever did mm -hmm. you know where were you because maybe you just had this attitude like ah they're lo they're a local band they're not that great. It takes a little bit of encouragement. Probably. Yeah, yeah. And, luck. I, and I, yeah, I, th I think people legitimately just need to give things a chance. They need to go out and try something new. And open mic. And we can't we can't uh, forget a uh, uh, lifer and Nick Coyle. Yeah. Nick Coyle is currently mm -hmm. writing songs for a cold. <laughs> yeah. You know, which is crazy. Like, yeah. Hi Nick, if you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like like. Those guys, and they're all good guys. And they're doing their thing. Yeah. And they're, and they're right. doing it well. Yeah. Okay. I don't think there's one asshole that, that like, like, came out of here and who's a, who's a prick. Like, <laughs> there's just not. Somebody who stands out. Well, and that's, but that's why. Because they're not assholes. Right. So, they're not like, just, you know, dickheads going around and being pricks to everybody. And they've, yeah, and they've really had to do their time. And I, I, I think, I think the, the, the assholes come in when they're, they're the armchair critics, the peanut gallery, you know, the people that, uh, you know, want to tear anything down. And it's, and it's funny because, uh, you know, every time that we post about Breaking Benjamin, for example, we have just as many comments of people like, yeah, go, I'm, glad, I'm so glad those guys are successful. And you got 20 more people who are like, oh, screw them, they're no good, they, oh, their songs suck and whatever. And it's like... First of all, that's great. Like, if, if, you, if you think that or whatever, keep it to yourself. Nobody yeah. gives a shit. You know, at the end of the day, nobody cares that you think that they suck or that they're bad or whatever. Go out and do something that you, that you, that, that's productive. Right. You know, actually, actually change. If, if you don't want to hear them, all right, then you join a bigger band and you beat the shit out of them. You know, yeah. you, you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the assholes speak the loudest, man. Yeah. It's like the, you know, social media and, and 
Well, now they have, have a, they have a huge platform now to oh, do it. Oh, yeah. Sure. And they get to hide. They get yeah. to hide. Like, oh, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. a big part of, like, that, like, the encouragement and, and, and the feeling confident in doing what you do is, like, you got to put yourself out there. Yeah. And yes. once you put yourself out there, you're going to have people that are going to talk shit. And, like, you just got to let them do it because how is it going to affect you? You know what I mean? Like, right. you don't have to, like get into it with every like idiot that like says something but like that's you know people are programmed to kind of like be judgmental and it goes back to like that saying like no one ever like made a statue of a critic you know what i mean no one ever really like honored somebody uh who just kind of like incessantly behaves in that in that manner you know but you're gonna have it it is inevitable if you're putting yourself out there and and you're putting your art out there which is like you know the depth of who you are really or who you want you know want to be you know and how you want to express yourselves you're gonna have people that are gonna be like shitty towards it and be a little hateful or a little hurtful mm-hmm. and you kind of can't let it affect you you know i shouldn't be doing this i can't i can't talk the <laughs> <laughs> like, i should call me johnny mumbles you know but like no it's just, it's just like i'm happy to be part of this and me too uh, yeah it's so any haters, sorry if I mumble. <laughs> it's all good. And, that, and that's you know like uh, I'm not uh, you know I, I have a face for radio like I am not uh, an in front of the camera guy. It's not the the primary thing that I want to do. I didn't even want to do the audio podcast part of it. But I, I thought, well, nobody else in our area is doing this. And if I just sit there and complain and say, oh, these guys should be doing this, these guys should be doing that, just do it yourself. Yep. Just do it. Make it happen. You You know, create your own opportunities. If the opportunities aren't here, uh, which you hear all the time, uh, well, then you you have to make Make them. them. You know, uh, put yourself out of your comfort zone. Right. Step outside the box. Yeah. Just like you know, working out, lifting weights. You gotta, you know, be uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm in the scene. Like, let's let's, let's fucking talk. Let's have some beers. Let's, <laughs> you know? let's interview some cool people. And, 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 and once you do things, more things happen, yeah, you know? Sure. Doing things leads to doing more things, you know? We're talking about more ideas and that whole aspect of, like, influencing people or inspiring people or just, like, bullshitting about whatever. Right. You know? Like, you can't... I just don't think you can, can really affect anything without, you know, doing... If you're going to say you're going to do something, do it. You know? If right. it's successful, awesome. If it's not... That's fine too, you know. At least you know you have an experience, and and uh, I think a big part of and I and I've said this before, but like uh, you have like your leaders in the scene, or you know like the, the people who you respect or looked up look up to. You know, it's not about you know being that leader, but inspiring other leaders, inspiring other people to do things. You know, like there might be a kid that's graduating high school and he loves any PA scene and he looks up to you and he, you know what I mean? Like you're inspiring someone else to be like if he can do it. And he did it on his own. I can do it too, you know. So it's just that stupid you're doing the thing. Can do it. Jesus, <laughs> any any asshole can do yeah, this, you know. Like, but it's true. Yeah, it's true. You know, like, and and I don't want, I, and I don't want people to look at, like, when I, whenever I post uh, through our social media or anything else, I never say me. I say we because it's all, it's that. it's all of us. You know, it's too. every. You know, it's a whole team. And I, I feel like every time that I post, too, that I represent the 20-some other people that help me out, mm-hmm. that produce those articles, that produce the photography, that go out to events and things that I can't get to and, and you know, do those kinds of things. Because 
uh, we're all we're all on the same side. We all have the same goal. We all want the the scene to succeed. We want people to succeed uh, when when they're when they're out there putting themselves out there. You're you're a fucking matchmaker too. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am actually. You know, it's 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 funny you mention that. Um, the um, I just got a message the other day from a, a, a young girl who. Uh, came, who used to come? To, she 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 actually was there last night. Uh, comes to our open mics that we do, and um, she met her current boyfriend there. And she said, "But it was more than that." Is is she said, "You know, I was really lonely and depressed, and I didn't think uh, anybody cared about me. I don't think anybody cared about my music. Uh, and then I saw that you guys were hosting this open mic, and I thought, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go. I'm going to I'm going to try it out and see what it was like. And immediately." She was embraced by the people that were there. Was, you know, gave her that encouraging pat on the back and said, "Yeah, you're good. You know what? You could and you could do even better. You know, come back next week and try this or you know whatever." And she met all these other people through that open mic. And I thought about it for a minute and I thought, "What a positive effect!" Yeah. What like. What if What if I decided? No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I, I you know I haven't been on stage since I was in high school doing plays. You know, like it wasn't, it's not my thing. I don't want to get in front of people all the time. I don't want people to see my stupid face. But I also want these people to succeed and I want these things to happen. Put yourself out there. So you have to do it. You know, somebody has to, has to be the guy that says, all right, I'm going to suck it up and I'm going to do it. Even if I don't want to, uh, if I don't do it, some, somebody else probably won't. Right. You know, it's, and what I've seen you do, and you see a lot of it now on, on current television, um, and the whole body shaming thing. And like, I, I've seen you know, people that have gone on stage at events that you've done, like the open mic stuff. And, you know, don't judge a book by its cover, because the stuff they were doing was incredible. And if there wasn't the outlet that you provided for some of them, they probably still be sitting home, maybe committed, like considering suicide or like, yeah. you know, whatever it might be. It's like it's so like what you're doing for this scene is great, and this is a great area, and, and you know, I don't want to get deep into. You well, know. there is a darkness to art. Yeah. There's a darkness to artists, and there's a darkness to people, and uh, that's just a reality. So giving people that are, that feel that way or have that, you know, to express and finding ways to express it, and giving people an atmosphere to do that. You know, could profoundly change someone's, you know, life, really, sure. you know, or their approach to, you know, what they want to do and how they want to do it. You know, they might find a sense of community. And that's how, that's, I, I think, a big reason why, I, like, I feel very, you know, motivated to do that. It's a sense of community. And it's a sense of making people feel comfortable with who they are sure. through art. And that's, like, huge, you know. Yeah. And uh, an open mic is, because even, like, say someone bombs, like, people, you know what I mean? And, like, all right, like, again, there might be one asshole that's, like, yeah, you know? But, like, people are still supportive, and it's, like, whatever, man, go With the, do it next yeah, week. Or, like, how many comedians have failed, like, bombs? Yeah, before, like, it's like, just, like, part yeah. of, like, it's the name of the game. Like, you know, they're not all... If Bill Burr didn't, like, wake up and come out of the womb and be, like, telling yeah. fucking funny jokes, like, it doesn't happen. Like, yeah. Right, right, exactly. You know? Well, I, I, you know, I was thinking about that last night, too. You know, I was, I was actually going to you know wrap up with this so so it kind of works well with uh we you know where we're going with the conversation we anyway can't wrap. What is, here, there's, it's there's three beers left <laughs> <laughs> okay all right there's three of hey, us hey we'll keep going as, as long as you want you guys no, want to no, keep we'll, watching we'll open these we'll, we'll keep going yeah speaking of which if uh if you have any comments or questions or things you want us to talk about or whatever 
feel free to leave them, you know, down in the comments, and we'll, we'll read them. Uh, Gerard will be kind enough to send them to me, and uh, we, you know, we can we can talk about what you you guys want to hear about, or you know, address things that you want us to address. Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna be here, you know, just getting getting blasted. <laughs> no. well, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch to this. I mean, try this. in my defense, I needed a social lubrication. It's called a person. Yeah. It's a, I call it a, a personality drink. Yeah. <laughs> I was nervous as shit, dude. Like, I get very nervous. I, I don't, like, I don't. I told you, I don't belong doing this. But uh, I feel like I, ha I might have something to offer. You did you great. Know. Know, and once, once you, you know, start talking and, and getting into it, you, you focus on the conversation. You don't focus on the mics and the cameras it's, it's, and everything it's else. It's funny too because I told you, like, I, I was thinking about starting my own, just, just a one-on-one. -on -one. I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan. I'm not trying to be Joe Rogan. I mean, whatever. <laughs> right. Uh, it's not. It's not even. A, it wasn't even a, a financial thing. It was more of a. Um, I wanted to like document. You know, me and my friends talking. So yeah. I'm 80 years old. Like, I can go back and listen to. Hopefully, I live to 80. Yeah. But I can go back and listen to those 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 moments of when we were like you know getting married and like having children and remember this time we did this stupid thing like. It's, it's, not, it's not a picture. It's, much, it's yeah. an, an audio like yeah, thing. Yeah, you can revisit so, it. Yeah. That's, That's cool. why I want to do that. So like when you said let's you, know, you want to do this, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like it's, it's something I wanted to do initially. Yeah. I might still do my own thing just for my own hobby and Absolutely. self thing. But, you know, I talk all day. I'm in sales. So it's like. <laughs> right. And I don't do it well. I do sales well. I don't still talk well. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, this might help me kind of get over that. You know, thinking ahead of myself and sure. You know, so I'm a That's big fine. yes person. So if like someone asks me to do something, like yes, okay, I, all right, I'm in. You, you know, have to. right? Like yeah, you like have I, to. yeah, totally. And then like, but when it comes down to it, I'm like, oh, I actually get kind of nervous. Like on live, you know what I mean? Like because I've had like experiences like scripted TV. Like I'm good. You know what I mean? Like in the zone live, I'm just like yeah. One time, my first time on PA live, I remember like uh, Dave Karchik was interviewing me. I was promoting Shots for Tots. And like we were talking, like you know, he's like st sitting right here, and my lip was like shaking, and like my heart was like going, and I was like getting real like hot, and I was like, oh man, like I don't know what I'm doing. And like after the interview, he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm totally fine. But he's like, you came off all right. So that was like my first hurdle, you know. And I remember thinking, like, man, I don't know if I'm any good at like live. But then, like you said, like after like a little bit, you're just kind of like, all right, you know, comfortable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You just you just have to you know push for and, and and think about what the what the focus is, what the point right. of this is. You know, what I mean, you got to put yourself aside and say, well, what what, what is the greater good? You right. know, what what am I going to accomplish by doing this? And again, putting yourself out there. And, sure. And you know, doing the thing. Absolutely. I'm, I'm in the scene every day. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, theaters and bar owners like they're the ones hosting these events and. I, and and uh, and I would love to get some of those people on uh, because one of one of our other shows that we did uh, in the first round of podcasts that we did that was was really popular was talking to the bar owners and getting their perspective because as much as I love the artists and as much as I love to get their ideas and what they think things are. Uh, there's also a business end of things too. There's also the other side of, of, of having to host these events and organize them and keep people, uh, you know, uh, organized and straight and not, yeah. you know, uh, tearing the place down and everything else and and everybody getting paid fairly or, or whatever. And there's always that. There's always those debates about those kinds of things. So I'd like to get some of those people in here too to talk about idea. those ideas. And going back to you know this 
area and how hard work in this area is. Those bar owners, man, I used to want to own a bar back when I was like 21. This would be great. This would be awesome. Got a little older. That kind of dwindled a bit. But then when you talk to these guys who are working 80 hours a week, mm-hmm. fuck that. Yeah, it's oh, not all smooth Props sailing. to you guys because – and it's like, you know, you're worried about, you know. Anything could happen, all, yeah. or, you know. Yeah, people – yeah, it's, it's – People get all nuts. Kudos to you guys. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Putting up with everybody's can. shit. <laughs> well, you know, I, I will take uh, a couple comments that we got. Uh, Brandon Cook um, said, how about the uh, uh, skate park and uh, climbing gym down by the waterfront? It's a shame that goes to waste. Cheers. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I think there's a lot of – uh, there's a lot of cool stuff in the area that I, I think people either just completely aren't aware of. I'm not aware of that. Uh, you know, the, like the fact that, uh, you know, last week we had posted about um, how Saliva is coming to uh, the Leonard Theater. And uh, they put out a sponsor post, and one of the first comments was, where the hell is the Leonard? <laughs> What's the Leonard? I've never heard of it before. And it's there's still you're you, when you th- you think that um, you know by posting every single day like we we've been hosting open mics for two years now and I had somebody post in our wall the other day do you know of any open mics in the area and I thought what am I doing <laughs> wrong what am I doing how how many times have I promoted this open mic mm-hmm. how do you not know about it but you can't assume anything you right. can't you know people have have lives you know they have families they have a million things going on you can't assume that people know this stuff is out there you constantly constantly have to raise awareness about what's going on right. you know and as as cliche as that sounds you know raising awareness but right. it really is true you really constantly have to talk these things up and and whatever and you know and i th- i think the other thing too is you know in in cases like that where you know i believe they're uh you know county owned or, or city owned or whatever uh they might not have the resources to keep those things up like i I know they were doing stuff on the waterfront for a long time they were doing concerts and things Mm -hmm. there and stuff which are really really cool that was tons of money yeah yeah but it's it's a lot that whole yeah it's a it's a lot it's a lot of money and it's a lot of upkeep and having to to constantly support that all the time uh isn't easy especially when you know people feel like they're overtaxed or overburdened as it is you know people around here aren't making the money uh, that they that they should you know and they, they they don't have enough money to go out and spend on these kinds of things so when you ask them to pay yet another tax to pay for this or that yeah you know they're they're going to be pissed about that yeah you know and it's like you know it's twenty five dollars it's like it's not even so much as the money as it is like like how many times can you kick me when I'm down right you know right that's exactly. that's for a different <laughs> different day <laughs> sure absolutely um, let's see. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Katie Evans says, uh, hi, Rich. Awesome podcast. I'm so happy for you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, we're, was we're excited to more. one of the matchmakers? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, one of the people that we, we did talk about. Um, all, uh, Gerard asks, uh, any, any idea for future guests or, or how people can get involved? Well, uh, I want you to contact us. Uh, my, my email is uh, richnipasin at gmail.com, or you can just post right on our Facebook wall if you want. You can post in the comments, whatever, your suggestions of people that we should have. What I'd like to do, my, my idea for it, is to have different kinds of people every week. 
uh, as much as we do focus on music and we love music, I don't want to have musicians every single week. Uh, and there's just there's so ma- there's so many to cover as well. Uh, but I think there's so many other cool things going on. There's there's local actors, local performers, local uh, you know people that uh, I I think make a difference in the community too. Uh, I think there's there's uh, things that we can talk like one of our uh, one of our uh, shows and the old podcast was uh, about the uh, the Keystone landfill and uh, the, con- the the controversy that has gone into that. And a lot of people told me, do not talk about that because big guys with big money are going to come down on you for doing that. And we did it anyway, and it was a, it was a successful show, and, and, a, and it raised a lot of awareness, as we were saying before, uh, about that topic, you know, and about the things that are going on. There's a lot of shady shit going on. There's a lot of pollution, uh, a lot of terrible things that uh, are affecting people's health, uh, affecting people's families. Uh, right in our area, and a lot of people haven't really paid attention to what's going on there. Uh, to be fair, the Scranton Times has done a lot of good coverage on it, so I'm not going to say that the media has ignored it or anything like that, but there's not as much coverage as there should be because of certain connections that go into that landfill, unfortunately. So I'd like to see more uh, uh, more, more coverage of things like that going forward. So if you think there's a, a cool topic that we should talk about, we, you know, we'll, we'll do that. That podcast would be the last of, and see of any know, of us. We, I mean, yeah. we don't want to do stuff. <laughs> I mean, that I'll just... be dumped somewhere. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you can find us. You can find us later. in that landfill yes. <laughs> right after yeah. that podcast. Yeah. No, we don't want to be like this cookie cutter podcast where it's like, hey, what's going on this weekend? Oh, you have this show. Like, okay, great, yay. Like, let's get in depth and like let's right learn about you and let's just fluff. yeah let, yeah let let you explain that your life to other yeah. people because that goes a long way. Like. You know? well, you, like you said, art it can be dark. You know, art, art can you know bring out those things in you that you don't want to talk about. And the only way you can talk about it is through music or you know through your art in some form or another. And I, I think that those things are important to get into. And I've, I've seen on Facebook floating around a lot lately, like you don't know someone else's story. Like so, yes. before you're an asshole to that person, like they might be considering suicide or considering right. this. Like let's 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 learn your story. Let's give you an outlet to to talk about what you have going on right uh uh, jeff zick says uh do you think the legalization of cannabis in pennsylvania will improve the scene uh music food and culture hell yes absolutely (laughs) 100 percent. and i'm i'm not a person who really partakes that often uh you know if if it's offered to me maybe i get Uh, tested so i can't yeah right exactly i want it it to be legal so that i can sure but, uh, you know, thankfully my job, you know, my boss is very lenient You're when it comes to these yeah. things. So, so I can, have it, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think, and uh, maybe when, I, I, know, I know Jeff is involved with, uh, there's uh, an event coming up at uh, Nayog Park. Uh, I believe it's, it's, it's within the next month or so. It's a, a cannabis rally. It's a statewide event. It's really cool. Uh, we've covered it in the past, and uh, they, they, they have a lot of cool speakers there, music all day, things like that. Uh, I'm sure we can get Jeff or somebody on here to talk about those things uh, that, are, that's, that are much more informed about it than I am. But I'll definitely say that I, I think those, uh, especially now when Pennsylvania is so freaking broke, along with the rest of the country, it's just, it's stupid. It's as far as I'll go. I'm not going to get into it because I don't know enough to talk about it more than this. But when you have a governor who says, well, let's wait and see what Colorado does. Right. It's like, well, they've been doing it for three years, mm-hmm. and they have so much money that they have like, like two tax-free days a year. 
Yeah. Or something like that. There's don't, the best don't economy, too, there, right? Yeah. It, it, and whatever. <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that. Sure. So uh, uh, Holly asks, uh, your, your favorite local beer? Um, you know, I, I, started, I started with lager. It was the first thing that – because I really hated beer uh, originally. I was not a beer guy uh, in, in college or anything. And lager was the first uh, beer I could drink. And I was like, okay, yeah, I, I, I can understand why people drink this. So that was my go-to for a long time. I, I like more the, the, the craft stuff now. I like anything by Susquehanna Brewing Company I think is killing it right now. They put out some yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, so, you know, I, I like, I, I like, and I, I like a little, uh, I like the stouts and things like that, but, uh, you know, I'll have an IPA or something every once in a while. With lion's head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's okay. like 10 bucks a case. case. Yeah. <laughs> case. Yeah. That's true. You can't, you yeah. can't go wrong with that. Right. I don't know what I started off with. Probably, probably Keystone light <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Just because yeah. of the price, you know? Sure. Uh, but now I'm a beer snob. Like we got. Uh, mix and match six pack here, like right. not a snob, but I want to. I wanted to check beer. my beers in. My friends will bust my balls because I want to check in everywhere. <laughs> but uh, no, it's Untapped has a cool app that you just kind of like check your beers in, rate them, and tell your friends who you're drinking with. It's That's cool. cool. Yeah. It's, What's it called? It's social media. Untapped. Untapped. Got it's it. Social media. It's it's you know whatever. My friends bust my balls, but you know what. <laughs> Wrong. You like what you like. I like yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Why not? Uh, Joe Caviston says, uh, "Love it. This is a dangerous trio. That is, <laughs> that is for sure." Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Especially with the booze and then. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> it will only get more dangerous and will only piss more people off <laughs> as we continue to broadcast. Well, Joe's got a successful thing going. He's got the uh, the point after show. Yes. Sports yeah. related. Uh, point after show. Really cool podcast. Yeah. If you're a sports guy, uh, I would I would recommend it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and and he also uh, co-organizes the uh, Electric City Music Conference, yep. which is uh, a really cool event that we get involved with every year. So uh, much fun! Yeah, yeah, great, great stuff, and so important because yeah. it, again, I think it's one of those things that no one else would do unless he did it. Right? You know, because by now, f with the the local music that we have and the level of talent that we have, the fact that we haven't had an awards thing. Right. For them, up until now, I think says a lot that no one else is going to do it unless somebody else steps up and right. does it. You know, and he's certainly not doing it to, uh, you know, push himself up on a pedestal or anything like that. That's I mean, it's scene. all, yeah, it's it's, it's all about it's for the scene, yeah, too, with how inclusive it is and like just all the things that are happening and again, sure. the camaraderie, you know, between like everybody and all the musicians, you know. It's, what it's all about. The uh, cannabis rally is April 26th, by the way. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> Dad's birthday is 27th. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. <laughs> Not the exact date, but whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. But you know what? What I what I was uh, we were talking about before, and 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 you know we can kind of you know wrap up with was uh, you know we st we started streaming the uh, open mics that we do. Uh, not fancy like this, just, you know, using my cell phone until it overheats like it did last <laughs> night. Uh, but, uh, you know, streaming the open mics, uh, uh, and, and we had a really good one last night. Like, it was kind of, 
Um, when you run, uh, when you do anything for as long as as we have, uh, the the hardest thing isn't starting a project or getting people excited about an initial project. It's keeping the momentum going. Mm -hmm. and it's keeping people excited and interested and keep tuning in and turning new people on to it and so on and so forth. Because when we did, you know, uh, our first open mic was at the Woodlands in Wilkes-Barre, and then we moved to Thirsties and Oliphant, and we started doing any pay scenes got talent, uh, which is uh, an open mic event where uh, you can win prizes and money and things like that. Uh, we've given over uh, $5,000 in cash to local artists. We've given, I think, f uh, I think around $4,500 in prizes as well uh, to local artists. Didn't, didn't the comedian like, get like, a, like a, a real good gig like yeah, out of get, state right, right yeah, after he won? Right, a trip and, and things like that. Uh, got a CD recorded mm -hmm. uh, as a result. We had two CDs recorded, actually, as a result of that because they were able to get studio time and things to, uh, you know, get a, he got a live comedy album out of it, which is Great. cool. Great. So, you know, things like that, that, you know, those opportunities that wouldn't be there otherwise. Mm -hmm. uh, that, and and it's, it's, been a, it's been a fun event. And at the same time, as we were saying before about, you know, the cynics in the area, you know, you have, uh, you know, when we'll live stream, most people are pretty supportive. Hey, yeah, cool, that guy's, that guy's funny or whatever. And then you get a couple armchair critics like, oh, that guy's not funny. Yeah. Oh, get better, better acts. First of all, the whole get better acts thing, it's an open mic. I'm not sure if you understand <laughs> what an open mic is, but anyone can show up with <laughs> they're good or not good or whatever. And, a lot, and most people, especially comedians, use open mics to test material, yeah. see whether it's good or not. So, cool. you know, you could be constructive, you right. know, right. you might not want to shit on somebody because, I mean, you know, I love that Dave Chappelle has two new specials on Netflix yep. uh, that I'm looking forward to watching this weekend. But I guarantee you that Dave Chappelle did not start off at an open mic as funny as he is now. Right. You know There's what no works. Way. You know your audience. You got to test. Sure. Yeah. You have to test. Takes it. practice. It's so so important. Oh, oh, we have a message. Oh, this is good. <laughs> a handwritten letter. Oh. oh <laughs> Telegram. They, you know. Okay. So the cannabis rally is the 23rd, uh, not the 26th. So. Yeah, I well, we're not perfect. Well, you know, if you're smoking too much, I can understand why you would mix up the dates. I get it, I get it. But that, uh, yeah, I thought that was gonna be way more uh, interesting. Yeah, and I thought that was a troll. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was like ready to go. I thought that oh, I was, was someone ragging you, dude. Oh, I was hoping. Oh well. He sent it. He sent a handwritten time. letter. Yeah. <laughs> Morse code. <laughs> but I, yeah. But you know, I I I enjoy trolling those guys back and and making you know because because like, like we had a guy recently i was uh, we were saying this on, on the on the way up uh to uh to record this there's a guy uh, we, we uh, a bunch of local bands got together punk and hardcore bands and did a benefit for planned parenthood and they raised three thousand bucks it was awesome it was, for, i was there it was awesome yeah great great show uh you know we had one of our uh, columnists was there to talk about it and gave a, a cool perspective on the show and um the this guy is, you know, another armchair critic is like, that's not what art is for. It's It's got an agenda. And I'm like, I think that's what a lot of art is for, yeah. like, especially punk and hardcore is about, you know, what you believe in, standing up for, right. you know, who you are and things like that. So uh, to say, like, what somebody's art is or isn't or whatever. So, you know, I, I, I said, you know, what are you doing? I said, yeah. you're, you're sitting here on Facebook yelling at nobody because nobody's paying attention to you but me because <laughs> I'm getting the notifications on my phone. No one yeah. else cares what you think. But, you know, it's... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Is this for me? Oh, this is... This is... 
<laughs> I should read it. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is from my boss, Dave Mihal. John needs to go for a random drug test tomorrow. Shit. <laughs> no, as like I told you, I I get it's been a good career. I uh I get I got tested three times in one year. Wow. Yeah. I so had, they, they they're they're on top of that. Yeah. I, well, I got tested. Well, I I don't want to take up too much time. Um, sure. We're already twelve minutes over. Whatever. I I actually at one point left media. Okay. I was gone for six months. Yeah. Probation. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, uh, I, I felt like I was like, I need to get out of sales. Like, you know. Oops, sorry. I was trying to share this. Oh, boy. Jesus. I really effed this I, one up. It's like my, it's my, my terrible voice <laughs> in my, in my ear. Like, back Jesus. Like, oh. I got my boss in one ear. I got oh, you in my here left. Here I Jesus go again. Christ. But uh, so, so I left for six months. I wanted, yeah. to get, I wanted to get out of sales. And that was probably the worst thing I ever did. <laughs> Multiple reasons. Uh, yeah. I won't get into those. But... Uh, one of them, probably the, one of the top two, was because I missed working with local businesses. Mm. Um, I loved it. I, I, you know, that's why I'm back in it. You know, I was working for a company who uh, did uh, a <clears throat> you know, online marketing stuff for uh, let's call it affiliate marketing for um, like big companies, Target, uh, BJ's, shit like that. And uh, I'm like, you know what? I don't give a shit. About making those companies more money. Right. Yeah. I'd rather talk to Tommy Tell at Thirsty's and work with Steve and and Pat at, at Verastro and like on a local level, mm-hmm. eye to eye, hand to hand, and like get shit done. Like I had no interest in in, in making these other people comp or companies money. I just right. didn't. So I like six months later, I got out of it. I'm in a fortunate position where I'm with uh, you know, back with Time Shamrock and locally owned. Right. Locally operated. And, uh, but yeah, that year I got tested three times. I got tested to get, get back into the job. Uh, I got in a car accident. Uh, somebody blew a red light, totaled my car, and uh, one randomly tested. So I was three times in one year. It was like eight months. Shit. So, yeah, I can't smoke weed. <laughs> weed. But, but you, can, you can say, hey, you know what, the, it should be legalized. Because think of all the money we can make alone. I'm, I'm just sick of PA being broke. Yeah, like the, I, I want the financial gains for our state. Sure, and we'll get into that. That's so why I'll keep going. Don't, don't. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm but, sure we'll uh, get into. Thank you, Dave. Me, me all. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. I, I went. I went to high school with him. Actually, we graduate. We graduated the same year. He's all right. Yeah, he's a good. He's, he's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you know, long story short, my my last word for tonight is uh, essentially uh, screw armchair critics. If you've got something to say, come out to to an open mic or something like that. Get on stage and say it. Actually do something about it. Don't sit there and criticize other people. You know, give your friends a thumbs up, but give the other guy a thumbs down. You don't, like you said, you don't know what that person's going through. You don't know what that means to them, you know, to get up there and, and do those kinds of things. It takes balls. It takes it's, a lot, a lot. Like, not and you think, oh, it's just the local bar or whatever. It still does. It, it does. does. You're, st- you're, you're in front of complete strangers. It takes and balls you're in any capacity. I'm yeah. still red right now because I'm, I'm nervous. Like, <laughs> yeah, but. Or, or it's and there's no one here watching us. Yeah, I can't. Just... I cannot see anyone here. <laughs> right. The open mic. 
there's people there. So Absolutely. good for you guys. Keep keep doing it. Keep doing the thing. Yeah, we're, we're well. We're gonna be here and, and until uh, you know my body ends up in the landfill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until that uh, specific episode. Yeah, you, you, you miss you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't don't take. That's right. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky said that. Thank you. <laughs> That's true, though. Or, or or one of the other local media companies uh, puts a you know one one. Yeah, <laughs> we all hit on us now. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Which, well, it's been a good year. <laughs> yeah, well, this has been fun. <laughs> But yeah, all right. So uh, uh, thank you all for for tuning in tonight. This was a lot of fun. Uh, this was us getting to uh, you know know how we're going to do this as much as you getting to know what we're going to be doing in the future. Uh, but please tune in in the future. We're going to have some really really cool uh, guests on the show. A variety of different people doing really great stuff right here in northeastern Pennsylvania. Please do not think that this area does does not have something to offer. Each and every one of you. I, I think there's there's so many cool people doing cool things in the area, and they just don't get enough credit or enough uh, enough yeah enough enough recognition enough of a spotlight. So uh, we're we're hoping to do that and uh, to do it in a way that's a little bit different than everybody else is doing. So I hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you.